Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, DR Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited. So go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, and I'm excited about today's episode. Y'all, I have been back in San Diego for a little bit. And I really missed it. It's awesome. This is the first time I've really been back post-pandemic-ish, whatever we're in right now. Um, But it was just so good to do yoga. And I've been going to my old fitness classes, including Renegade Fit Camp. Some of you might remember my obsession with Renegade uh, in the early days of the podcast. tried out a new studio called Stride in Little Italy and had the best acai bowls and smoothies and oh my goodness, just all the things, right? Like I love San Diego for so many reasons. And it was interesting coming back here really at this place where I am a different person than I was three years ago when I had packed anything I could fit into my car and driven it to Montana at the start of the pandemic. Um, That version of me was really different than who I am today. 
And it's funny, today's podcast episode really connects to the period of my life that that was my time in San Diego. And the today's episode is the messy middle is what I want to talk about. And this is the space between where you currently are, the version of you that is unconsciously repeating patterns, the version of you who is letting her past relationship experiences determine her present and future ones, the space between that version of you and your higher self, your healed self, the version of you who has self-compassion, who makes aligned decisions, who is securely attached and confident and knows their self-worth, right? So I want to talk about that space in between and and what that looks like when we're in that period of our lives. Um, and for me, that was when I was living in San Diego, really. What had happened is, you know, I was in this four-year relationship that was off and on and um eventually it got to the point where i had to leave the relationship and i did and i had been living in a apartment with my then boyfriend and i ended up moving out and for the first time ever as an adult i had my own place and this was in the um, East Village area of San Diego. Some of you know that. And I had my own place. And it was like really the first time that I was learning how to tune into myself. I was learning how to stop people pleasing. I was getting really connected to personal development. I went to my very first Tony Robbins event. I invested in a mentor, I invested in coaches. I was doing therapy, I was doing yoga. It was like such a season of waking up for me. Um so it's funny that I'm in San Diego right now cuz I think it actually reminds me of that season of my life just by being here. I have a lot of memories that come back. Um so it's a perfect time to do this episode. And I just want to speak to you. If you are in that place, this is going to be a helpful episode for you. So let's talk about growth, healing, what that process is, and what the messy middle even is. So first off, you have to have awareness, right? Like you could stay in your unconscious self, your anxiously attached, avoidantly attached, codependent, right? All the the toxic, if you will, behaviors. You could stay that version of you your entire life without awareness, right? So the thing that begins the journey is when you start to develop awareness. And so many people do this in therapy, because, you know, typical clinical psychology a therapist, it's a great relationship for developing awareness because you're forced to go inward. You have dedicated time where there's nothing else, right? You can't check your phone. You can't watch Netflix. You can't go shopping. You can't do all the distractions. And you're in this space. 
and you're forced to go inward and you're sort of through that relationship, awareness is a natural side effect. So you develop the awareness and then all of a sudden you're seeing yourself repeating your patterns. You're becoming aware of your behaviors. And what happens is the awareness increases and then we get to a place where we want to change. We want things to be different. But for some of us, we're so afraid of the awareness and we're afraid of change and we're afraid of what the awareness is going to do to our lives So we actually will try to numb and distract and avoid, right? Like we we are like, I don't want this awareness. Take it back, world. (laughs) I don't want it. So what do we do? We do all the numbing activities. And I know I have podcasts on numbing specifically, but going back to a substance of some kind or shopping or Netflix or just going out with your friends every night, right? Like there's so many ways to just numb, distract, avoid. And then we could do that for a long time. Um, The alternative is you have awareness and you decide to change and you get support and you, you learn how you can change and what that actually looks like. And you develop clarity on the version of you that you would like to be if you were healed. And you start to envision that version of you. So you start to develop clarity on, well, who am I as my highest and best self? Who am I as a securely attached individual? What does my life look like? What do my relationships look like? If I am this next level version of myself, right, and you start to develop the clarity on that version of you, and I think none of us ever learned that. Like, I'm just, I'm like, did anybody else, I mean, did your parents talk to you about this? Like, there was no personal development course in high school. There's no... um for for many of us, like there was no model of being aware of your healed self, your highest and best self. So for so many of us, this concept that we could begin to envision and get clarity on the highest and best version of ourselves, the securely attached version of ourselves, for so many of us, that's kind of a new concept. And I just want to give you compassion and just acknowledge that that's okay if it's your first time really thinking about that. This goes beyond vision vision boarding, right? It's not about like the goals you're going to achieve. We're deeper than that. Like, hey, that's cool, but we're deeper than that. We're like, who are you going to become? What's the version of you that you deserve to be, right? Like, where is your... It's not even about... It's interesting. I don't even think of it as like reaching the top of the mountain, right? But it's like the version of you that feels most aligned, that feels the most secure, that feels the most confident, 
the version of you that is more connected to love and connection and to what you really desire in your life than connected to your past or any trauma, relational, big T, little t trauma, right? Like the version of you that's more connected to love and connection and purpose and doing good in the world than it is connected to your past. Because that's where we get really tripped up. We'll live our lives based on our past experiences instead of what we actually desire and what we want more of in our lives. Okay, so we've got the old version of you, the I would say like unconscious, you're the version of you that didn't have awareness. And then I talked about you get awareness and you have a couple options. You could either numb. This is like choose your own adventure, personal development, okay? Choose your own adventure. You could either numb or you could start to develop clarity on the version of you that is your highest and best self, right? So let's just talk about this. I don't think this is talked about enough. What does that messy middle look like? Like what happens as you are becoming that highest and best version of you, the healed version of you? And, you know, there's all this stuff on the internet about like, healing and the self-love club and like we try to make it seem like it's like butterflies and bubble baths. Personal growth is fucking hard and I don't use the F word on this podcast very often but I just want to emphasize it is a challenging experience, right? Like it's It's the willingness to be so vulnerable and to take new levels of accountability and to take ownership and to look at yourself in the mirror in a naked way where you, it's you versus you, right? Like you take full ownership. And there is a lot of challenges that come with that. And that's why I call this the messy middle, right? Because you're in this space where you have the awareness and then you've developed some clarity on your highest and best self and your healed self, but you're still in the middle. So I just want to talk about some of the things that can happen in the messy middle so that if you're going through these things, you know that you're not alone, right? Number one, your relationships will change. There's no way around that. When you start to get clear on your worth, you learn to set boundaries, you begin to communicate assertively, you are seeking reciprocal relationships that add value to your life, right? You are becoming a different version of you that will impact your relationships. We all know that there's people in our lives that have benefited from us not knowing our worth and from our inability to set boundaries or to communicate assertively. So when those things start to shift, your relationships start to shift. And the beautiful thing is you can allow people to grow with you. You get to invite them to grow with you and to redefine your relationship. 
or you get to realize this person was taking up valuable space in your life and it's actually going to be better for you if you exit the connection. You can still love them from a distance, but you exit the connection and you save that space and energy in your life for someone who's going to add value for a connection that's going to be reciprocal. Okay? So yeah, your relationships are going to change. So you're changing, you're developing this clarity on your highest and best self, and you're experiencing healing and emotions, right? And then the people around you start changing and your relationships start changing, right? It's like you're in this personal growth tornado, you know, it's, it can feel like a lot. The other thing I want to talk about, and this is interesting, I've had more clarity on this lately than ever before, and I believe that is because I've been spending a lot of time with my niece and nephew, so I'm very aware of this phenomena. So the second thing that I want to talk about is as you heal and you're starting to experience healthy connection, you're starting to experience communication where someone is really tuned in and they're emotionally validating and you're able to receive love and support and it's a relationship that feels safe and people are adding value to your life and you're just having these healthy, great relationships. And for some of us, that's going to be the first time ever, right? But what starts to happen is you you realize, oh, this is what a healthy relationship is. This is how it feels, right? And you are showing up for people in your life in really amazing ways. And you're getting that clarity. Like me with my niece and nephew, I would do anything for those kids. I would do anything to make sure that they are taken care of in all ways that they are doing mentally and emotionally and physically and spiritually well. It makes me emotional to think about it. I I would do anything for those kids, right? Not even my own kids, but that's how I feel. And and what has come up for me is I realize, wow, I feel this way. However, my caregivers did not show up in that way, really, truly. I did not experience the kind of securely attached base from a caregiver that I now give to my niece and nephew and to other people in my life, right? Like I did not have that. And what has come from that is even deeper levels of grief and deeper levels of anger that I've had to work through all over again because there's just so much more awareness of what would have been ideal for my childhood and sort of how I would have parented myself has just become so much more clear to me as time has gone on. And like I said, deeper levels of grief and anger. And anger is a secondary emotion and below it is disappointment and sadness, right? Um, so yeah, the messy middle, once again, like getting to this this place of healing will include 
more awareness about what, like, as you are healing, you will realize even on deeper levels what it was that you didn't get as a child, right? I just thought that was an interesting thing. I hope that made sense to y'all. I think some of you listening will be like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense to me. Um, And I know those of you who are parents, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense to me. Right. Um, What else can happen in the messy middle? This is the third point I wanted to make. It's kind of interesting. And I wanted to talk about it because I've coached enough people that I've seen it over and over and over. So if it happens to you, I just don't want you to think that you're weird or that something's wrong with you. So I really wanted to talk about it. And that is extinction bursts. So as we are becoming our highest and best self and we're stepping into our securely attached self and we're learning how to receive love and learning how to show up and communicate assertively, right? We're spending more and more time in that version of ourselves. Our lives are improving. One phenomenon that happens is right before you're like really fully releasing your past self and you're fully letting go of those old behaviors, right before we'll see what's called an extinction burst where there's those old behaviors actually come back at full full bore, right? Like they they come back at a at a higher frequency and higher intensity. Because what's happening is your brain is going, "Well, are you sure? Are you sure you don't want these ways of being? You don't want these strategies? Are you sure we want to let these go?" And this is in all the psychology of learning research where we learned about this. You, I don't know if you took psychology of learning, you might remember extinction bursts, but it's been validated over and over. And like I said, I've seen it enough in, in my coaching that I know that this happens. And the important thing is to give yourself compassion and now that you know about this, hopefully you can go, okay, well, there's nothing wrong with me. This is this is an extinction burst. And the idea is that what, what a lot of people could do is they'd say, well, nothing's working. I guess I should just go back to those old ways of being because here they are at full force, right? And the reality is no. And when it happens, give yourself compassion and let that old burst of behavior, like let that reaffirm for you that you do have a new way of being that serves you better and let it deepen your commitment to that high, highest and best version of you. Let it deepen your commitment instead of pull you backwards. That's the best way that you can navigate that. So let me give you an example just because some of you are like, what are you talking about? Let me just give you an actual example. This is classic. Okay. So I'm coaching. We'll just say, what What should I call her? I'll say Avery. I'm coaching Avery. I've never coached an Avery, so it's a safe name to use. And Avery is doing really well. She's gone through the first half of the program, and she's really in this place where she has great beliefs about herself. She's really has a high 
self-worth and she has secure attachment. She knows how to communicate assertively. She's even gone on some great dates that have felt entirely different for her. And she's in this securely attached place. And maybe she's spending about 75% of her time in secure attachment. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) it's like the weekend and she has this intense desire to engage in old behaviors, including numbing with alcohol. And she even has this desire to reach out to an old um, connection that was a situationship. And she does it. She reaches out. She texts the person. She's drinking. She starts to go back to her old ways of thinking that I'm not good enough. I'll never have a great relationship. There's something wrong with me. I'm afraid of intimacy. And she spends the whole weekend in that old version of herself. And then I see her Monday and she's in tears and she's telling me, what have I done? I've made no progress. There's something wrong with me. And I get to say, oh, you spent time in your old behaviors, you're having an extinction burst here of your old self coming back. And what we need to do is have you give yourself so much compassion and to really practice inner child work and just say, gosh, how did I need to be loved? Like, what is it that I actually need from myself to feel supported and to feel loved and to feel safe? What is it that I actually need? Like those, those behaviors I engaged in over the weekend, like what need were those behaviors trying to meet? And then what could I do instead that would serve me, that would add value to my life and that would help me align with my highest and best self, right? Like that's the beauty of having a coach or being in a program. You have that person to to call you out and to not let you spiral, right? So then Avery gets back on track. She deepens her commitment to her highest and best self. And she's letting go completely of her behaviors. And once again, reaffirming the securely attached high self-worth version. And she starts to feel better immediately. And then what happens? Those behaviors become extinct. And yeah, that takes time, but they become completely extinct, right? Like you're not going to engage in them And some of you are like, is that possible? Yeah, it is. I'm living proof. My clients are living proof. I, you know, we all have, we all know the behaviors that are good for us, right? Like the DMs that you send, the little texts that, that you send with people that you really know aren't good for you. Um, This includes like judging yourself in the mirror, thinking badly of yourself, comparing yourself being jealous of other people, being angry that other people have what you want, right? Like there's all these old behaviors and can they become extinct? Yes, they can. Thank goodness. But you have to be able to navigate the messy middle well 
And that's why I believe so much in what I do and in the ESL program, because I know people need support during that time. They need structure. They need a framework. They need a community. They need the one-on-one coaching, right? So whether it's with our program or another place, you do, you need support because those three things I talked about, let's review, right? Like I talked about how your friendships are going to change. Absolutely. Like you're going to have people that you've been friends with for forever that all of a sudden like don't want to hang out with you, right? And that that can feel really disorienting. Um, And obviously, I talked about the extinction bursts and how that that is likely to really throw you off because you go, oh my gosh, I guess I didn't make any progress at all, right? Um, And I know I talked about something else, but I can't remember. But go back to if you took notes, go back and you can tell me what it was. Shoot me a DM. Um, But yeah, there's all these things that get in the way of fully embodying that next level version of you. And and you need to be able to be prepared for them. So I hope this episode helps you do that. I hope it gives you some inspiration, right? And here I am back in San Diego in a place where I experienced a lot of my messy middle. And I can tell you that I'm an entirely different person than I was at that time. Um, and I have so much compassion for that version of me that was really struggling to start to make those shifts. And I know that's available to you too. And it all it all starts with that commitment, that awareness, right? Oh, I know what I talked about. It was you might be tempted to just numb and distract once you have awareness instead of actually sitting in the awareness and using it as motivation to change. So take this episode, let it support you. And know that I'm here cheering you on, cheering you on always. Um, and of course, if you haven't already, we'd love to have you inside of our Facebook community. That's a wonderful community. As I said, we all need support. Um, head on over to that. The link is in my Instagram bio. It's the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook community. We'd love to have you in there. Um, And of course, you know, you can find me on Instagram, always Dr. Morgan Coaching. And if you're ready to do the work, apply to the Empowered Secure Love Program so that you have support, so that you have accountability and you have a framework. I'm here to support you. It's my life's purpose. It would be an honor to coach you. So apply if you've been on the fence. And of course, you all know I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five star review on iTunes. 
This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.